This is Connected Nation, a podcast focused on all things broadband. From closing the digital divide to improving your internet speeds, we talk technology topics that impact all of us, our families, and our communities. On today's podcast, we're focusing on the power of mapping, specifically how it can lead to better broadband coverage in your area. We'll chat with State Program Director for Connected Nation Texas, Jennifer Harris, and Vice President of GIS Services, Ashley Hitt, who led a team that recently released new broadband coverage maps for every single county in Texas. And if you're counting, and we are, that's 254 counties. We talk with Ashley and Jennifer about how this was done, what it means for those who need high-speed internet access, and how this model can be replicated in other states and communities to expand broadband. I'm Jessica Denson, and this is Connected Nation. I'm Jessica Denson. Today, we're talking with Jennifer Harris, the State Program Director for Connected Nation Texas, and Ashley Hitt, who is the Vice President of GIS Services for Connected Nation, which is a national nonprofit and the parent company of the State Program in Texas. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hi. Thank you for having us. We're excited to talk to you today about what has been going on in the Lone Star State. But before we begin, I want to give our audience a little background on both of you and what we're discussing today. Jennifer Harris leads the statewide program in Texas. As such, she is focused on closing the digital divide in the Lone Star State by managing the development and implementation of broadband strategies, and doing so by engaging and partnering with communities, local municipalities, internet service providers, state and federal government, and other stakeholders. Meanwhile, Ashley leads Connected Nation's national GIS team. She's responsible for developing strategies using geographic information systems, what's also called GIS, to provide data visualization solutions that impact policy, economic development, and the digital divide. Together, Ashley, Jennifer, and the teams they lead have been working for much of 2020 on updating the broadband coverage maps for Texas, adding in feedback from residents and businesses, and including additional internet provider feedback. So I'm going to start today with you, Jennifer. Connected Nation has worked in Texas since 2009, but last year the statewide program was launched. Share a little bit about this new effort and the fo- what the focus is for this program. Well, thank you. We are really excited to have a full-time presence in Texas. When I started in this role just about a year ago, in two days will be my two-year an- or one-year anniversary of working on broadband with Connected Nation Um, We hadn't had a state presence in Texas since 2014 and so statewide presence. So I was excited to get started again. We are, you know, unique in Texas and the fact that we're philanthropically funded. So we have a whole bunch of private foundations that came together in a collaborative called the Texas Rural Funders that are funding our broadband work in Texas because they know how important it is to rural Texas and to Texas as a whole. And so um, we are doing broadband mapping. We're working directly with communities on community technology engagements. And and honestly, we're traveling the state virtually now and educating folks on broadband and where Texas stands. Um, let's talk a little bit about the, the Rural Funders Collaborative. It's, it's, it's very unique to Texas that it's, this program is being funded in such a way, but my understanding is that these nonprofits groups that are funded through these different collaboratives are really in tune with the fact that if they don't have broadband access, they can't help kids. They can't um, fulfill their missions because 
broadband and access is intrinsic to what they do. It may be a feeding program or, the, or a different thing, but it, without access, it's it's causing some issues. Can you expand upon that a little bit? Definitely. So some of the foundations that are a part of the Texas Rural Funders, you know, they're focused on community well-being. And so they work with lower socioeconomic groups on all issues. Some of the foundations involved are, you know, health funder um, foundations or work directly with hospitals on their philanthropy. Um, some of them are education related. And truthfully, what when they all came together to focus on rural issues, the first thing they realized that tied them all together, regardless of what their mission or cause was, was that broadband affected and would eventually help them all should we get all of Texas and particularly all of rural Texas connected. So what's kind of a the big picture for Texas right now when it comes to access? Well, um, you know, things things could be better. And I think I think we're working to get there. Right now we still have, you know, close to a million Texans that don't have access to broadband at a minimum speed of 25.3. Um, that's just it means, you know, they're not able to be at home and attend school right now. They can't visit a doctor online. They can't work from home, um, you know, and I, 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 before this, I Googled some state populations just to see, because Texas is a really big state. So a million people in Texas doesn't sound like a lot, but at the same time, that's like having the entire state of South Dakota not connected to broadband. That just, it's crazy to me to think that we have that many people that it's enough to fill up a whole state that doesn't have a good connection right now. That really does put it in perspective. Um, let's turn now to you, Ashley. And um, a big piece of the work that Jennifer is doing in Texas has to do with GIS services and mapping. Um, talk a little bit about what GIS services is, how it works, and what your team has been doing in Texas. Sure. So GIS is an acronym for Geographic Information System. And it's the collection of tools we use that enable location intelligence, um, in this case, specifically for broadband. So we can process and compile a significant amount of data and then analyze those data sets to better understand where broadband service is available and more importantly, where it's not. Uh, so we had a, a series of Texas broadband maps that were released in January. And in the time between that release and the new maps that were just released at the end of July, We've been working to collect additional and updated information from broadband providers, as well as collecting feedback from local citizens who let us know where broadband isn't available and where the maps are incorrect so we can make refinements for the next series of maps to make them more accurate. What are some new insights? Uh, are you finding some new uh, things that maybe were unexpected or that you knew were they already there, but now you can validate them with the data? Definitely. So we have uh, many different ways that we have been looking at the broadband data to get additional information out to all the various stakeholders, whether it's local citizens, the broadband providers themselves, um, state agencies, elected officials, all everybody across the board. So we have PDF maps of statewide and county level broadband, and then we have an interactive map, which allows users to create their own customized views of broadband by speeds, by areas, and there are several new analysis layers that have been added. Uh, we've also added several types of districts, boundaries, and anchor institution data. So for instance, you can create a map looking at residential broadband service areas at 25 by three speeds within the proximity 
of a local school within a state senate district and understand what the broadband picture looks like there. And the new maps, they really offer some more incredible insights into the broadband landscape across the state. Uh, so for instance, the additional data layer on density of providers, it shows the number of providers serving a specific location. And it's one thing to note that a location has broadband, but this takes it another step further. Does the area have access to four different broadband providers or is there only one option? And for those areas that are completely unserved, the new data layers look more in depth to see where there are clusters of unserved households that need broadband expansion, where expanding providers could make the biggest impact. We have done, uh, I say we, Connected Nation has done broadband mapping at different levels, whether it's the community level or the state level. Can you talk a little bit about why it's it's perhaps more important or maybe not more important, but as important to have it done at a statewide level where we see a true picture of the entire state? There are certainly some differences between uh, very localized community level mapping and then being able to provide an overall picture for a state. Um, So for instance, with a local community, they may have very specific concerns or objectives in terms of identifying exact infrastructure or assets that are available in their community that may help to expand broadband services to those unserved areas. And then perhaps if they are working on localized economic development activities, they might be able to attract a data center or a a large business to come to town based on what their broadband landscape looks like. And then at the state level, you have other state agencies and groups that are looking to do perhaps broadband grant programs. They need a more complete or holistic idea of what broadband looks like across the whole entire state, looking at the urban areas versus the rural areas and identifying what are those differences, how can they work together to expand services, and really take into account what does it look like, where do we want to be, and what are those solutions that can help us fill those gaps. So Jennifer, handing this off to you for just a moment, why does having a better broadband map matter? How can uh, state and local leaders really use these to help them? I, I think the main reason is just that having more granular data is more granular data. So anytime that you can get closer closer into identifying where the problem really is and where homes are that aren't connected at at either a minimum speed or the speed that they want to be connected at, I think being able to to identify those homes more precisely is exactly why they're more valuable. Um, you know, having better data leads to leads to better decisions. And so if you can show on a map that everyone on one street actually, you know, needs to be connected, but on, you know, a data set that's less granular, it shows that they are connected. Well, then right there, you've got people you can help and you've identified those because we've dug deeper into the data. So I I just, I, I love that that's what we do and that we're able to really, you know, identify who we can help, you know, in a, in a much clearer way. Ashley, you're really the data expert here. Uh, Are these maps done? Is there more to them that needs to happen? So the the Texas broadband maps currently have three more scheduled updates, and the next one will occur this December. Um, So we'll be reaching out to all the providers in the state for network updates and more detailed service area information. 
We'll also be collecting citizen feedback on the maps to identify discrepancy areas, and then we'll also be conducting field validation. And that will be used to confirm, refine, and map additional service areas across the state as we continue to update, refine, and make those maps more detailed and more accurate as we go along. So there's several opportunities that people and providers and businesses and uh, communities will have a chance to provide feedback if they feel that the data isn't accurate? Absolutely. And uh, Jennifer, as part of this statewide program, there is another element to this that we haven't touched on yet, um, that you're leveraging Connected Nations Community Engagement Program. Talk a little bit about how this part of the work is taking shape in Texas. So we are focused on helping 23 communities, individual communities across the state of Texas um, at the request and through the funding of the Texas Rural Funders. And communities to us could be a county, they could be a couple counties, they could be part of a county that touches part of another county. Um, Truthfully, you know, a community is who they tell us they are, but our focus is on rural communities. So particularly counties that have a population of less than 50,000 could be remote, could be a little bit more more, um, geographically close to large cities but then are definitely disconnected in a way that there's a big opportunity to help those communities. The biggest thing we look for in identifying a community though, once they meet, you know, they meet that other criteria that they have a connectivity issue, that that they have a population that we would consider rural, is that they have a local champion. We've seen um, through Connected Nations engagement with hundreds of communities that when we have local champions, we're able to get a lot further um, in the process, and and that's really the key to it. So, before before the pandemic, I was traveling across the state, and I was able to meet with community champions in person so that we could get their communities set up for our connected engagements. But moving forward, we've we've been able to do these virtually, and so I either have phone calls or video meetings with county judges, chamber leaders, um, local business leaders. Um, EDC directors, and and they really just, they jump on board and they say that they want to champion this cause and their community, and we get started. So really, it's, you know, um, it, it's wonderful that we've had people just reach out and say, I really want this for my community. I want to be this leader. And we're always looking for more of those folks across the entire state. How would someone uh, reach you, Jennifer, if they would like to take part in this or at least have their community be explored as an option? Email is the easiest. Um, my email address is jharris at connectednation.org. And if you didn't have time to write that down, um, our website is connectednation.org slash Texas. And there's also a place to contact me directly from the website. Great. And um, Ashley, let's just turn to you for a moment and what you're doing elsewhere with the GIS team, uh, not just in Texas, but across the country. And uh, could you talk a little bit about that and also how other communities or states could leverage your team's expertise? Sure. So we are doing broadband mapping in multiple states right now, including Texas, Minnesota, Michigan, Iowa, and Illinois. We are also assisting with community engagement projects, like what Jennifer was just mentioning, and we're doing that in multiple states to help identify the areas most in need. We're also mapping survey information from residents, and we're developing interactive maps that bring everything together for analytics-driven decision-making to really help those communities 
progress from where they're at to where they'd like to be. Great. And how, if somebody was wanting to explore what GIS could do for them, how would they um, start to go about that? Sure. So in terms of different either states or communities, uh, like Jennifer mentioned, getting in touch with us in terms of what type of community engagement project they'd like to proceed with, or from a state perspective, uh, really looking at the different types of maps and analyses that we've been able to put together. A lot of that is published on the websites that we are managing for the various state programs. So that gives you a really good idea of what all can be incorporated, what all can be possible. And then, of course, we continue to innovate. What are those possibilities with the data that exists or could be created and bringing that together? So as new forms of information are available, as speeds continue to increase, as different technologies come into the picture, that we can really capture that type of information as well. Okay, ladies, thank you so much. Are there any final thoughts that either or both of you would like to offer about why this type of effort is so important, why having broadband access is so important? I would say the the biggest takeaway is that obviously we, you know, we want everyone to be connected, but having almost 1 million Texans without physical access to broadband is way too many. And we've really got a lot of work to do in Texas. And I, and I look forward to contributing to that work. So jumping on what Jennifer just mentioned in terms of receiving feedback and how we can help make the, the maps more accurate as we go along, uh, feedback from residents is really important to continue showing the demand for increased broadband services. Uh, we actually have a form, a web form available where you can share your broadband story with us and help impact the project. The form is accessible from a mobile device, so even if you don't have a strong internet signal or um, connection at home, you can still submit your feedback on your phone. And this form is available at connectednation.org slash Texas slash feedback. And that web form comes directly into us. So any feedback that you have on the maps, whether it's that you do not have internet access at home, that the speeds are a problem, that the price is a problem, or that you don't have any access to any internet whatsoever, that information helps us show where the demand is and to try and locate people that are not connected and to get that access to them. All right, ladies, thank you very much. That's a, a great place to wrap up today. I want to thank our guests today, Ashley Hitt, the Vice President of GIS Services for Connected Nation, and Jennifer Harris, the State Program Director for Connected Nation Texas. I'll put a link to the maps that we discussed in the description of this podcast, but you can also head to this website, connectednation.org backslash Texas to find them. Also, if you'd like to keep up with what's happening in Texas regarding broadband access or want the latest news and updates from GIS services, you can follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley Hit GIS. That's Ashley with an L-E-Y and Hit with two T's. So Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y-H-I-T-T-G-I-S. And you can find Jennifer at T-X-L-N-G-H-R-N-Gen. That stands for Texas Longhorn Gen. I'm Jessica Denson. Thanks for listening to Connected Nation. If you like our show and want to know more about us, head to connectednation.org or look for the latest episodes of Connected Nation on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pandora, or Spotify.